This is the Salt Company National Podcast, a resource for college students on mission for Jesus. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Salt Company National Podcast. My name is Courtney and I am so glad that I'm finally back together with my podcast hosts, Stephen and Zach. Let's go. We're not technically back together. We're again separate. I think some people have had some wrong expectations about us getting together. We're just looking at each other through a computer screen. So this isn't quite as good, but the three of us together again, that, that feels a yeah. lot better. I don't know that we, but we just spent all weekend together Yeah, and that was incredible. Back so. in Michigan, Iowa, and Florida. Yes, we're back in, back, back well, in I, didn't, I just drove 45 minutes back home, but guys, I love even, even hearing Zach's voice right now. You can it's tell so bad. it's bad. <laughs> It was bad. It was bad during uh, some of the podcasts we did live and it's not recovered. So forgive me. You know what is still there? Stephen Rice's buttery podcast podcast voice. (laughs) It has not left you, which is exactly what it needed. It needs to stay. It was not affected by conference. Oh, man. He worshiped Jesus, yelled from the stage. I did. Hyped up the whole entire room and he's still here to bring you guys another important podcast. That's right. So guys, today we're excited to to talk about conference. We're still all living on the high of conference, guys. There's been mm. we're recording this on a Tuesday post conference and just even every day, you know, just being totally vulnerable and honest. Like there hasn't been a day I haven't cried post conference mm. just thinking about what God did in my own heart and mind, but also just seeing what God has been doing um, through our network and in the lives of so many students. It it just it's still it's still living inside me, which is amazing. And so we want to talk about uh, kind of our own personal reflections and then also how to help you guys process conference because it was a lot. Yeah. And so we want to do our best to kind of shepherd you through the post-conference high. So guys, th- we're going to start off the podcast by just talking about what our favorite favorite memories of conference. This is just a personal reflection from Steven, Zach, and I. So guys, what was, what was the best part of conference for you guys man it, it's so hard to pick favorites off of all just, of it let's yeah, go it's like all of it all the things that we said that we were excited for i'm like all of those things happened and so yes i just i had an incredible conference but i think i did have a favorite moment that like stuck out to me and i i'm, I'm glad i'm going first because i bet i met you guys you know it's mine yeah you know it's mine too <laughs> but i'm gonna steal it and i bet it was some of your guys's favorite moments but there was a moment I think it was Saturday night when Jordan Adams was preaching and he's talking about how the gospel and taking the gospel going forward is worth it. And he Mm -hmm. asked just like kind of a question of like, how many students in this room right now over the past four years in college would say that they came to know Jesus as their Lord and savior for the first time and like hands shot everywhere. I wouldn't be surprised if it's more than half the room. I was like telling people 47 more than half. People. Yeah, dude, more than half. And I had a really unique perspective. I'm at the very top of the bleachers sitting with my students that I know and love. And when he said that, I don't know how to explain this other than I had like this out of body, like noise come out of me that was like crying. But I just was like, <laughs> <laughs> like, like I just couldn't control because I just was like so caught off guard. It's like I hadn't thought about it for mm-hmm. a while. Like I told Zach this. I was trying to talk to Zach. I was like, I'm so used to like talking with individual students about their individual stories. But then when you see all of it at once, 
it is overwhelming. And so mm-hmm. genuinely in that moment, I was overwhelmed at how God has saved these people and has used salt company to do it. And looking at my student, like I'm a U I'm at UF. So seeing all of the US students, like students that gave their life who just come to know Jesus, like months ago or weeks ago or two years ago, it just was. I don't know. It was a very powerful moment. But did you guys, what did you guys think of that? that? Oh, that was, I, I told Jordan, I think after that session, I was like, dude, I'm so happy you did that. Because it, being in that room, 4,000 plus people seeing what I think too, man, over half, dude, I was looking, I was in the back of the MSU crew too. And it was almost, I, I felt like it was almost every hand right. goes up. And like, it's Not like crazy. sitting across from one story is one thing, but in that moment, having it all hits you like, oh, it's worth it. You know, that was the biggest thing. I'm sitting in that room like, yeah. oh, what we do it's not just working, but God mm-hmm. is working in the middle of it. Like he is yeah. doing this. And I was just emotional that night, man. Cause, and then we sang more worship songs in the back end and it was a powerful night, man. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's, it gives you a perspective to see like God is moving, not only in the place that I'm at, but he's yes. moving in other places too. And it got me really excited thinking about like, this is the next generation of the future church, you know, like, or the church that exists now, like just thinking about how much impact that these, um, the people in the room are going to have in college, but even further past that to raise more, to raise kids, to influence their neighbors, to yeah. go into their jobs. And, yeah. and really the prayer was like, Oh God, would you keep that's the right. hand, like keep the people of every hand that's up in this that's room? So would you, mm-hmm. would you let them finish well and to finish the race? really strongly. And so so um, really was motivating for me inside of my job just to be like, how can I help to foster these relationships with Jesus and to continue to, to fan the flame and what can, what can we do to be a part of it? I just, I still can't even believe I get to be a part of it and it's really not totally direct Mm -hmm. at all, but how can I just indirectly fan the flame of the spirit in these students' lives? And so it was incredible. Yeah. I mean, you guys, what stood out to you? Your favorite. Okay. So yes, that was a really powerful part. And I can blitz through some other favorites. Like we had, uh, Jordan also made people stand up who's going on a church plant. And we had our first Michigan state student who's going to move on a church plant, stand up, shout out Grace. Having her stand up was really powerful. Had a couple guys come up to me after Jordan's talk saying they want to go to Purdue, mm-hmm. which was great. And then honestly, just the worship, man. Like I hope <laughs> before we did this, uh, before conference, we did like a pre-conference one. It's like, oh, what's going to be the best thing? It's like the worship being in that room. And it totally was. Shout out the worship team. Yes. And uh, did not disappoint. This is like the least spiritual like highlight, but the saxophone coming out Sunday oh my morning. Gosh. <laughs> easily one of the highlights of the weekend. So caught me off guard. Yeah. Whoever you are, thank you for coming with us. That's a Lincoln student. That is a Lincoln student. He's awesome. Super skilled. Just a guy in college is who can, kills it, it on the saxophone. Good Lord, man. That song, uh, the honeycomb song. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. man. We've, our students are begging for us to yeah. sing that. We even, we're even asking students in our ministry who knows how to play the saxophone because we're <laughs> yeah. pulling that out. Lord, you know, send, raise up a saxophone. Come player. on, baby. Hey, on a serious moment, um, the bridge of one of those songs, like, uh, I'll spend eternity with you forever. And then it, and then it says it, uh, we'll spend eternity together. Like we'll spend eternity together Mm -hmm. as a room singing that song in a room of, you know, almost 5,000 people thinking, Oh my gosh, like we are going to spend eternity together. That was pretty emotional for me. That was one of the highlights, even that bridge. Anytime we could sing that song in that room, I was jazzed. Yeah. And it, it, like the next line is like, Oh, what a miracle. Yeah. It's like, Mm -hmm. that is a miracle. 
Yeah. Uh, for me, honestly, it was the the praying over the feet, l- having my eyes open, looking at right. the feet in the room. Austin Edwards. Mm-hmm. Yes. No. I just, it was yeah. Austin Edwards. I just was like, wow. Well, one, I'm never going to look at feet different. Right. And it just, it felt like a powerful, palpable moment of the spirit to say like, God, would you use these feet to go to the next person that we would have? <clears throat> the mouths like Philip that's willing to to share the gospel and to be willing to go wherever you would call us to go. And I just all weekend was looking at people's feet. I'm like, Lord, bless those feet. Bless wow. those feet. Yeah. Oh, cool sneakers. Bless <laughs> those feet. Like going yeah. to staring at people's feet. I that's weekend. great. And then the other part of it, this is totally not like a conference moment, but there was like this really strange moment where there was nobody inside of um, Hall be right before the thing started, right before our staff all got. And I just was like, <clears throat> the Lord just drew me in, not to like over spiritualize it, but like literally felt like the Lord drew me into that, the hall. And I just walked, did one quick lap around the entire place and just was thinking like, God, you know, the name of every student who's going to sit in this, right. in these seats. And you know the burdens and the joys that they bring into this room. And you are the God who's going to care for all of them in ways that they need. And you're by the spirit, you're going to pierce their hearts and soften them. And, and I just was like, that's a good God. Mm. That is such a good God. And so being in that room and seeing it empty. And then a few hours later, seeing it full, it was just like, Oh, what a miracle. (laughs) It was was amazing. So, so, so many highlights. I think we could keep going. Like we guys, we have student at Michigan State. Give, dude, we had a, a student at Michigan State give their life to Christ. Oh my god. I know gosh. Drake told me a student from UNC gave their life yes. to Christ. Shout out all the new salt companies that were there. I mean, so Syracuse there. Oh you know, my gosh. So normal. fun. I mean, we could them. go on and on, but yeah. man, it was everything I had hoped it would be and more. So and I say that yeah. every year. And it always, you know, works out. So yeah. So guys, as you going, you know, still sticking with those personal takeaways, because, you know, people want to hear what we're thinking about. But guys, as you think about the B-side heroes, or as David Livingston called it during the fourth session, B-team heroes, which that's okay, a little off-brand, we're no problem. Um, but what was some of the t- the personal takeaways um, that you had? Yeah, I think as I'm, I was listening, I think it was, it was David Livingston's message on Sunday morning when he was just talking about uh, the person of Stephen and I know my name is Stephen. <laughs> that went close to you, huh? You can By the really way, relate Stephen, to that. Last night I w- was looking at a bunch of salt meme pages, which is not how I should spend my time, but I was. <laughs> and I saw the one where you're like a lunch lady. Oh, yeah. It's like that we have the second best Stephen in the this salt you have had you as a lunch lady, and I loved that. Yeah, those those memers are wild. Shout out the MSU meme page. Dude, Phil, MSU I met him. Page. I, can't wait. I feel I feel honored. Yeah, Keep going, Stephen. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just talk about memes for a little bit. What's our favorite meme of the weekend? Uh, we could. I think for me, listening to David Livingston's, Livingston's message on uh, Act 6, talking about Stephen, where he was just like urging the room to believe that the same spirit that was alive in Stephen leading like the – basically the the pushing back of the darkness and the enemy – like that same spirit is inside of me. And I know this, like, I know this as a Christian, that the same spirit in life, mm-hmm. but there was something in me that was like, yeah, Stephen, like you believe that, but are you listening for it? Mm-hmm. Like you believe that I live inside of you, 
but are you actively like looking for opportunities for me to lead you into some of these spaces like Philip and like Steven and like, you know, Priscilla. And so I, I don't know. I, I, for me, I was like, God's spirit is in me and wants to guide me. Am I listening? Yeah. Even I think David said something like, is the thing you're living for worth dying for? That was so compelling. Dude, honestly, every sermon, I was just so amazed by them all. I mean, shout out to you guys working so hard on those sermons. Like even Luke's from the beginning, like built in secret, like Priscilla, him casting vision from the beginning for church planting. Then Austin Edwards coming in, like the most joyful preacher I've ever heard, like sharing about uh, opening our mouth like Philip. And then for Jordan, Jordan's was so humbling, man, talking about Barnabas yeah. and just casting vision for his life. I was so yeah. excited. Every sermon encouraged our students in unique ways. Yeah, I, I sort of shared it from the stage when I was having like a very emotional worship or <laughs> emotional moment post-worship. But I loved like, I, I wish I could say we did these like really intentional and we thought this through, but it was totally just a God thing as we built through each of the B-side heroes that... Um, that we wanted to like start with Priscilla, like be someone who, who grows in secret so that when God asks you, um, your feet and your mouth would be ready, like Philip to see the grace in others like Barnabas and to be like Stephen, not content with living a distracted life, but one filled with the power of the spirit. And there was so much of those things building on top of each other to say like, not all of those beside heroes you know, had those types of qualities who were willing to go and to speak up, but just in the ways that they pulled out from like what they were going to say, like, this is the thing to highlight. It just like built on it. And so I think I overall just so encouraged by the like, Hey, what you do in secret and maybe in the moments that is not on a stage, like that actually is going to matter so much more than anything we'll do from a large uh, scale stage. So I was just so appreciative of all of it. And I just, I love this guy. So proud. Steven talk about, um, just like, so we obviously just shared some of our, our personal takeaways from B-side heroes. And, um, but how, how would you encourage like a student to process all of the content that they just received? Because they had four sessions. Hopefully they went to three breakout sessions. They might've had conversations with church planters inside their connection groups, campus groups, whatever it was. And that's a lot to do, a lot to process, a lot to deal with. So how would you encourage a student? Yeah, we really jam pack those two days and we do it on purpose because we think it's all great content. We want as much, um, you know, for you to experience as much as you can in that short amount of time. And I, I don't know about you guys, but I feel sometimes walking away from conference and I'm talking with people, they're like, how was it? I'm like, it's awesome. It was incredible. And they're like, what happened? And I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, you don't know what to say in those moments. <laughs> yeah, it's like I was just like I, I'm not sure yet, but I know it was incredible. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I know that God moved, and I'm starting. I got to figure out like what exactly happened in my heart. So yeah, as I think about like how to process what happened, just some of my encouragement would be like first talk about it. Like talk about conference. Like don't just wait till the end of the week to tell your family or friends about what happened. Like, and maybe even take it a step further and ask the question to yourself, why? Like, if you're like, man, worship was awesome and be like, yeah, but why? Why was it awesome? Be like, well, it was this one song. Be like, oh man, wh- what about that song? And you're like, mm-hmm. well, actually it was that line. Like, Zach, you mm-hmm. did this earlier. You're like, why did this? Oh, it was because this line, 
it meant it encouraged me in a season where like there was a lot going on. And the fact that I was going to spend eternity with all of these people, it's like overwhelming. It's like, yeah, talk to your friends about it and begin to just even investigate in your own heart. Like, why did this happen? And I would even say like, yeah, talk to your friends, talk to your family, talk about it with God. Like, I think I, I spent some of my prayer time just like, okay, God, like, over the past 48 hours, where did I feel your presence? Where did I feel like good things and hard things? I'm like, oh man, actually, this was a hard thing that I listened to in this message and it was pressing on something. Why, why was this difficult? Why was this hard for me to hear? And I'm just beginning to process by talking it to God and to my friends and to others. So I think talking about it's a, a great way to actually process what happened at conference. Yeah. yeah. Two other quick things. Uh, I think actually going back and reading through your notes is really helpful. Like go back actually like this week, look through the sessions, look through the breakouts. Maybe you even like pull out your notes and you pull up the podcast and you listen back to that session. Mm -hmm. And you're like, I want to hear this one part. I know God spoke to me and he said this line, but maybe I didn't have time to write it down. Exactly. Go back and listen to it. Read what you wrote. Like actually see like the and imagine like what you were experiencing in that moment as, as you're writing it. I think there's too much content, honestly, to try to remember. And so hopefully you wrote it down. Hopefully you remember it. if you didn't write it down for a reason, go back and listen to it and be like, mm-hmm. oh, that's that part that really spoke to me. I think even seeing like the things that God was drawing your attention to in that moment yeah. is, is really cool. I still sometimes like genuinely, like I've got journals from like a while ago that I could go back and pull out and be like, Oh, that's right. I was going through this and God spoke to me here. And this is, oh man, this verse, this, this passage here, man, that was so encouraging. So I would say like, go back and go back and read through your notes. And there might be stuff as you're listening that you're like, oh, wow, I didn't, I I totally missed that part. And God wants me to hear that now. It's like, how did I even miss? He said that. I can't believe he said that. Like that was, that would be really impactful for me. And so just even catching things you didn't catch. Those sermons are worth quite a few listens. So much that you can be encouraged by. The last thing I think, like when you're thinking about processing conference, like you're talking about, I'm praying about, I'm looking over my notes. One thing that I would just challenge everyone to do, and I'm trying to challenge myself to do this, is don't let the content, like think that just learning something is going to change, like just about my life, like change Mm -hmm. my daily rhythms. Like oftentimes I think, we learn great things and it actually fuels us to be able to practice and to live out the, like the needed call to action for us to experience grace and transformation in our life. So I just would encourage you, like actually take time to like ask the question, what needs to change in my life? What is, what's one area that I need to like take a step forward in action to do. And so, uh, sometimes if we just let content sit, it can just sit in our mind and then it doesn't actually change us. But that's not the point of this conference is for you to like have an experience with Christ in a way that man draws you closer to his presence, experiences more of his grace, you know, living on fam, like as a family on mission. So, uh, yeah, read it, but then ask like, Oh, what needs to change this week? What can I do? And do this in community guys. Like talk to your connection group about like, Hey, here's one takeaway that I'm going to do, you know? Mm-hmm. So yeah, talk about it, read about it, begin to prayerfully wonder, what does it look like to put this into practical steps? So, yeah. And Steven, I think the thing, you know, you're talking specifically is like, oh, this is a spiritual moment that we had at the conference. And that's incredible that God, that God met me there, but God wants to 
meet with you every single day and whether he's like the spirit of God, just like David was talking about, like dwells inside of you all of the time. But there's always that temptation. Like I'm no longer surrounded by 4,000 plus other Mm. believers, or I don't have people who are just constantly reminding me of truth or, or a campus group, city group, whatever you want to call it. Like people who are around me, pushing me to know and love, follow Jesus. And I'm getting worship and whatever. Like how, Zach, how would you suggest to a student, like just to not let conference be a spiritual Mm. high, but to actually live out Mm. what you learned? Yeah. Yeah. I think for a lot of people, it is that spiritual high. Like I kind of understand what you mean. It's like this experience you have with God that is so powerful and you heard the voice of God so clear. Like First of all, I would just admit that it is a highlight of like your spiritual life in this moment. Like God actually, yeah. don't downplay it. Like yeah. you know, yeah. this is a significant weekend in my life. I, I think a lot of students are afraid to act on things they felt like God was teaching them or to even see it as a great weekend because they're like, nope, not going to fall into the whole spiritual high thing. It's like, no, 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 dude. Like that is a spiritual moment. That's God right. will in your lifetime yeah. give you quite a few mountaintop moments. And mm-hmm. so just acknowledge like, no, dude, this was a great weekend. Like I know that God meets me in my like bedroom, but he also met with me in a powerful way in Des Moines. Yes, I, yep. Just celebrate that. That's what I, that's what I try to do, you know? And, and the other way to make it not like a spiritual high, because most people, when they hear that phrase, they're like, it was a moment, but it wasn't perseverance. Like, I think, I think David or Jordan said it, like excitement is one thing, but perseverance is what we're after. That's so and good. that's the thing is like, how can you not just let it be an exciting moment, but something that actually propels your life going forward. And it's literally doing everything Stephen just said. You know, it's reflecting on what God taught you. It's making real changes to your life that you felt like God was convicting you to do at the conference instead of settling back into your life, not obeying the spirit of God and not moving as a result. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense, Courtney? Yeah. Yeah. And that's the, I think David Livingston said it, uh, probably no one was in college and you guys might not have even been on staff, but he, he basically said something that I will never forget is like at the conference, you're on top of the mountain and you can, you're on the top and you're like, you can see so clearly what God is yes. doing. It's like, mm-hmm. oh man, behold the wonder of God. That's and right. like you, you feel so in tune to what he's going to say. And then as you leave the conference and you kind of start to climb down that mountain, like there's a mist that settles down and it's like things aren't as clear. You don't feel as close to God. You don't hear his voice as clearly. And you start to wonder like, did God really tell me to do that? Like there's been, I know there's been so many moments in my walk with Jesus where it's like, oh, in the moment I was like, God is telling you to be obedient in this way or to move towards that thing. And then to like get down, start walking down the mountain where things aren't so fun and the you know, (laughs) it's not as exciting. And then it's like, oh, I don't know if he really said that. Like, I don't know if he actually wants me to do that thing or wants me to be obedient in that way. And I would just say like the reality, like not to give too much of reality check, but like life is going to be like the life that you, you know, whatever normal life you're living before you came to conference, like that exists once you get back from conference and the people that are around you, like your family, your friends, whoever your classmates, like they didn't just experience what you experienced and your sin is still like waiting for you. And, and, um, so the re like the encouragement from us is just to say like, God really did say those things to you. He really did encourage you to, to be obedient in that way. It's like, talk to your, 
your campus group, talk to your connection group, whatever your small group, whatever you call it in your context and say like, here's what I think God was asking me to do, or here's the thing, the step of obedience I want to take. And I want accountability to exist inside of that. And so, I mean, Stephen and Zach said it like, let the, the changes that God was calling you to in the weekend, like actually live that out. And so, um, one thing that's been helpful for me, not just related to conference, but just like big moments in my life is like to make a reflection statement. Mm -hmm. I think sometimes we kind of what Steven said at the beginning is like, we'll do this whole, like, Oh, God said, like, how was conference? It's like, I I don't know. Like, I think it was great. I gotta have more time to process and figure it out. And it's like post-conference, my thing would be like, Oh, at the, at the 2023 conference, like God taught me blank. And for be able to say that one statement or to say two to three things, like this is the thing that God taught me and how he wants me move forward, it will help it to be memorable for you and it will help it to like just be cemented in your mind. And and God's going to use, the Spirit's going to use the things that you learned this weekend to produce fruit, whether you, you know, have a, a catchy statement to say or not. But I just think that would be an encouragement for, for you as a listener or a goer mm-hmm. to say like, here's my reflection statement and share that with the people around you, your friends, your family. Any other thoughts guys on how to come down the mountain after conference or how to anything else words of encouragement reflection? What'd you say? I said, get some sleep. Get some sleep. Rest. I just, I just love pulling up the, the videos of the sessions with the worship and listening to the worship, you know? (laughs) So it's encouraging. I, man, I just think, how awesome is it that we get to be a part of this family? I mean, that's the thing God taught me. I mean, I was just so humbled guys that we get to be in that room. There are, there are so many believers in the world who will never be in a room Mm -hmm. with 4,000 believers, you know, singing songs. Like they just never will. Like that's not part of the, the story that God's writing, but the fact that we get to do it, if you're listening to this and you're at conference, you are so blessed by God's grace to get Mm -hmm. to witness a room like that, like the veil between heaven and earth feels so thin in that room because of how many people. And it reminds us of the throne room of God. And so, man, just if you went, thank God that you got to be a part of that because not many brothers and sisters around the world get to. Yeah. Yeah. I love that, Zach. Couldn't agree more. I think that's the best way to end it, Zach. Just love that pastoral moment from you there. So, yeah. If you're listening and you're going to process conference really well and you're not going to let this be a spiritual high, but you're going to experience God in a moment. that's going to lead you to changing more moments. You're going to take some steps of obedience. You're going to write a reflection statement down Mm. a conference at 2023. God taught me this. And just remember as you're doing all of that, you're in good company. Yeah. Yeah. We love you guys.